Hey ladies, as we are getting ready for our upcoming season two of As You Go, we want to offer a devotional mini-series. We hope that this will be an encouragement to you as you go. Each week you'll be hearing from a different female voice as we're studying the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 through 25. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Today, Lily and I are joined by Anna Townsend, who is the Rolling Hills Preschool Pastor. Anna, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Hey, ladies. It's such a, such a privilege to get to be with you guys today. Um, I do love talking about the fruits of the Spirit, and today I thought we would focus on gentleness, Mm -hmm. which, if I'm really honest, um, is one of those fruits that I feel like the Lord continues to work out in me, as He does in all of them. But particularly when I thought about gentleness, I was like, ooh, ouch, there's just some things there that I need to to work on. Um, And I don't know if you guys are like this or not, but I think when we hear of this word, we automatically um, think of the word gentleness as, oh, I love hearing that word. But then when we try to practice it, gentleness can really present itself with a lot of challenges when we try to walk it out. I also think being gentle can feel easier in some circumstances, and then there's other circumstances where it feels near to impossible um, to wear gentleness and to be gentle with others. Um, When we think about gentleness, we associate it with the words sweetness, graciousness, niceness, tenderheartedness, and warmness. But then I also think there's sort of this misconception that comes with the idea of gentleness. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I think people probably perceive gentleness as weakness or Mm -hmm. sort of that kind of passive personality where you don't want to step into the hard things. Mm -hmm. But I think that Jesus and scripture are really clear um, that gentleness is actually something that takes a lot of strength and a lot of self-control. And it's something that constantly has to be worked out in us. Um, you know, being a preschool pastor, I um, love, love to read storybook Bibles. Oh, me too. So, My favorite. Yeah, they're just the best, honestly, because I think that you get to look at it from just a really, um, not not simple, but somewhat simple place of the mm-hmm. truth of who Jesus is and how he worked with other people. And so when I was thinking about this whole idea of gentleness and how scripture really talks about what gentleness is, one of the things that always comes to my mind is um, the story in the New Testament when um, the disciples, Jesus has been teaching for a long time. The disciples know that he's tired. Honestly, they're tired and a little bit grumpy too. And then come on the scene and there are these kids that um, want to come and see Jesus. And I just um, love how this whole story unfolds because I think we get to see a really pretty picture of his gentle nature. And so if you guys are okay with it, I thought I would just read a little bit um, from that for yes, us. Yes, absolutely. Kind of chat about it. Um, so this is the part in the story where, like I said, the disciples have already said, Jesus, you don't have time for this. You don't need these kids to come to you. And this is kind of how he responds to them. Um, he says, bring the little ones to me. And I have to think like, now, if we had been there, what do we think we would do? Um, would we line up quietly to see Jesus? Do you think that Jesus would have asked how good we've been before we can give him a hug? Um, would we have had to be on our best behavior? Do we need to get dressed up? Um, do we need to wait to be spoken to? Um, or would we do just what those kids did, run straight up to Jesus and let us let him pick us up in his arms, swing us, kiss us, hug us, and then mm-hmm. sit us down on his lap and listen to his stories um, and play games with us? You see, children love Jesus, and they knew that they didn't need to do anything special for Jesus to love them. All they needed to do was to run into his arms, and so that's just what they did. 
And after all the laughing in the games, Jesus turned to his helpers, his disciples, and he said, no, however, no matter how big you grow, never grow up so much that you lose your child's heart, full of trust in God. Be like these children. And I just love that. One, that he welcomed them in a spot where he may not have had time for them, um, but he met them right where they are. But then that he tells us to be just like them Mm -hmm. um, because they were gentle in their approach to Jesus, but he was gentle in his approach back to them. Um, And I just love that because not only is this story evidence of his gentleness, but we see it all throughout the New Testament in the way that he interacted with sinners and interacted with people that he really, um, by all culture standards, wouldn't have been associated with, but his gentleness was what drew them to him. Um, and the thing about it is, is that when we interact with a gentle Savior, we walk away more gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because that's one of the fruits. Amen. Oh, Anna, that's so good. I needed to be reminded of that this morning. The Storybook Bible is just one of my favorite mm-hmm things. We read it with our kids every night. And honestly, like it's one of those um, things that if you're a new believer and you're not used to reading the Bible, go buy the storybook Bible because Mm -hmm. it just explains um, just the story of Jesus through scripture, through the entire Bible. So um, encourage any of you listeners that maybe are new to Bible reading, go just go get a storybook Bible. Like don't be, um, don't be afraid to just start there. Um, Anna, how do we grow in our gentleness? (laughs) What a, what a thought to think about. How do we grow in that? Um, I even think the whole idea of just growing as we think about this whole series about all the fruits of the spirit, I think something that we have to remember is that, it's not that the Lord gave us this commandment and then he said, hey, do it all on your own. Mm. Um, but they're fruits of the Spirit. And the whole idea of the Spirit is that um, the Spirit is our helper. The Spirit is the one that that walks with us. And so none of this is up to us. Um, but it, it does have action on our part, which means we have to join with the Father and saying, I'm going to work on all these things, but please work these things out in me, help to produce these things in me. And so specifically with gentleness, Mm -hmm. um, I think we just have to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, like, help me be gentle. Um, help me to, to want to be gentle in situations where I don't want to be, help me to be gentle in the way that I respond to people, even when I don't want to do that. Um, and I think it's a very humbling thing for us because it's us asking the Lord, teach me how to be gentle and teach me how to be less like my sin nature wants me to be, Mm -hmm. which is, wants me to be self-righteous or put myself mm-hmm. first, but really gentleness is more about humbling ourselves and asking the Lord to work that out in us. Um, and honestly, I think the more that we talk to him about it, the more that he's going to teach us how to do it and the more that he's going to reveal ways for us to do it. Um, and then another thing is just keep practicing. Just like anything that we mm-hmm. do in life that we want to be better at, we don't get better at it by avoiding it. We get better at it by leaning in and practicing it. Um, and I think that we get a chance to do that Every day from the moment that we wake up until we lay our head down on the pillow, we get a chance to exude gentleness in the way that we interact with other people. And I also think it comes from just recognizing that Jesus was gentle with us too, because in all of our sin, um, he really has no reason to be gentle with us, Mm -hmm. but he chose to be gentle with us um, through his sacrifice. And I think when we really lean into the weight of what he did for us it helps us to learn how to love others better mm-hmm. and then a response in loving others better is is really meeting them where they are and being gentle with right where they are um so i think those are just a couple ways that we can grow in it like i said before this is something that the lord's really stretching me in so i by no <laughs> means have it perfected but i do think um 
I mean, what an example we get to look to him for it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, yeah. and he just perfectly embodies um, all of these attributes. And it's a battle for us because it's so contrary to our flesh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even contrary to what the world is teaching us. Um, but I love that you said the more that we lean into the Lord and the more that we grasp who he is and what he's done for us and the way that he is gentle with us, that we should be so in awe of that, that that outflows mm-hmm. into our gentleness with Absolutely. other people. I would love to know personally what the Lord is teaching you about gentleness. Hmm. Um, you know, I think um, the longer that you walk with the Lord, what I love about him is that he has all these characteristics that he um, that he teaches us about, and we get the chance to wake up every day and sort of clothe ourselves with that. Like I think about, you know, when we put on put on the armor, I also think we get to put on the attributes of Christ because mm-hmm. we're his. And so the longer that I've walked with the Lord, when I look back on sort of the story that he's written in me, I can see a lot of gentle things along the way, gentleness in the way that he has handled my heart or has handled the way that I've responded to something or even just teaching me um, how to, you know, kind of kind of rub off those bristly edges and really like become a more gentle person. And mm-hmm. so even in this last couple years of my life, there have been so many scenarios where the way that I have wanted to respond has not been the way um, that the Lord would want me to respond. And so he's been really gracious with me and meeting me and meeting me in those moments and really teaching my heart, hey, I know you want to respond this way. But really, I want people to see me in you. So if we're going to do that, this is how it's going to have to play out. And so, like I said, it's kind of like a tug of war. But I think when I look back, it's just like when I look back at the Lord's faithfulness or his kindness, just all of these different fruits, um, I can see evidence of his gentleness in my life. And I think when I remember back on those moments, it it gives me the grace to want to be more gentle with the people around me because I recognize how gentle he's been towards me. Mm-hmm. So... And I actually love, I, you know, this verse where it talks about in Colossians 3.12, like it tells us um, that we're God's people, that we're holy and we're dearly loved. And so it tells us to clothe ourselves. And you think about that, like every day when you wake up, you you clothe yourselves, mm-hmm. hopefully, um, before you enter <laughs> into the world. Literally clothe Literally yourself. Literally clothe yes. yourself. Um, because if you didn't, that would be a different story. But um, we it's get a different to podcast. clothe ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> How to clothe yourself. Um, but it tells us to clothe ourselves, clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility. And there's that word, gentleness. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, it's not the thing that we automatically think about. But it is one of those attributes of the Lord that he has so much done for us. Um, that we need to clothe ourselves with it so that we look like him. Mm-hmm. And what an honor to get to look like him. Um, you know, I talk to preschoolers about that all the time, um, just how the Lord does does these things for us and is these is all of these things for us. And so we get a chance to turn around and be that to our friends and mm-hmm. to, you know, um, our families and, and everything that we get to do. And so um, I don't know about you guys, but I want to be known as a gentle person. Um, but I want to be known as a gentle person in the reflection of how gentle Jesus is with mm-hmm. us. So. I don't know about you guys listening, but I would say Anna Townsend has one of the most gentle voices. Absolutely. <laughs> She's been talking this whole time. I'm like, oh, I just feel gentler already. Anna, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. So fun. We 
love to leave our listeners with a challenge. Ooh, and okay. so this summer, we're doing like a summer fun challenge. Okay. So, I like summer and I like fun. Exactly. <laughs> so let us know. What do you think? What are you going to leave our listeners with today? Well, here's the deal. I did this for my own self this year as I headed into summer. Um, because I remember when I was leaving college and thinking, I'm never really going to have a summer again. So as an adult, I was like, I've got to figure out a way to have a summer. And so this year I decided to make a summer bucket list and it's truly like simple things. It's like take a hike or go to this store or get this group of friends and like, you know, do this pool day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just so that I can remember to have fun Mm -hmm. and to remember to like just be with people and do all the things so I literally I wrote it in my phone I locked it as a note in my phone so I wouldn't accidentally delete it and yeah so do you like to check them off or something yes I am yes I'll put a little (laughs) yep I love it it. um but I do I think I think just making a bucket list is just a fun a fun way to make cool things happen over the summer that's That's so fun we do that too at our house we have a summer bucket list and so far we're two weeks into summer and I'm like Oh, we've done a lot of the summer bucket list things. Oh, no, I got to, I got to fill, got to fill a lot of time. Yes. So, or I might, I might look at your summer bucket list and see what I can add. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening today. We hope this was an encouragement to you. And if you haven't already, check out season one of As You Go, as well as the other podcasts in our Rolling Hills podcast network. And be on the lookout for season two. It's coming this fall, and we are planning, and we are so excited um, for the next season of the As You Go podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.